Welcome to On Course, the teaching ministry of Pastor Hart Ramsey, where we offer simple biblical insight into some of life's most pressing issues. What if I told you that a lot of the pain and difficulty and adversity you're experiencing is simply God aligning your now so you can be prepared for your tomorrow? Prepare for the next few minutes to be encouraged, enlightened, and inspired. Let's join Pastor Ramsey and get On Course. What's going on, family? It's your man, Gerard Bonner of Bonnerfied Radio, and this is On Course with Heart Ramsey. We call these sessions Heart to Heart. It's your opportunity to hear from the heart of God by way of the man of God. And of course, we're talking to Pastor Heart Ramsey. Pastor Heart, how are you, man? I'm good, Gerard. How you doing, man? I am good. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. <laughs> We we've let's see we've been on vacation. Oh man, uh, I had a baby. <laughs> yeah, like, there's been a lot that's been going on. Speaking, <sighs> speaking about have a baby, man. Let me interview you for a second. <laughs> okay, so, 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 so you know of uh, this new dad thing, and it's not like this is the first your first right. rodeo, but this I mean it's been a minute. Uh, and so how's a new dad thing coming, man? You know it's it's so funny. I I am probably a lot more aware this time around just about life and everything connected than I was when I had my daughter. And so I I really work to be very intentional to prepare for this. Right. And I think I prepared for everything but the lack of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> And that's been the thing that's been wearing me out. It's like, you know, you get sleep and then you're up again and you're up again. And right. then, you know, he's still learning the difference between night and day. Right. And um, and so he'll keep us up at night and then try to sleep all day. And it's just it's wild. But I, I will say that. It is uh, a learning experience on like a completely different level. Different. I think at this stage of life, um, there's just a greater level, like I said, of awareness. Yeah. So you think about the things that you say, you watch them process, right. you think about all of those things differently than before. And, and it's weird because it's like there's stuff that's happening now that I don't remember happening before so yeah it's all it's all amazing to watch and to watch you know the areas of development and things like that it's it's really it's really impressive and i think what's even more impressive is to watch you know what women go through like i oh gosh yeah after they give birth then they have to be mothers and you know what's crazy about this is this is an interesting topic because uh many couples like you, you said, uh, at this stage. But you can you imagine having half the knowledge, having half the the um, the maturity, having ha- half right. the, the income or whatever, and having right. to deal with this as a new couple um, early on. Yeah. And some couples never recover from the from the stress of this. Yeah. It, it, you know what? The, I think you use the right word in stress because. Uh, I think a lot of people, we, we paint the picture, oh my God, the beautiful pregnancy, oh, and we call the baby the bundle of joy. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't always feel like a bundle of joy. You know, when you're, when you're used to, okay, 
communicating and using words and clearly communicating and the baby's only words are a cry right you know and you're trying to figure out does this cry mean hungry does this cry mean tired does this cry mean change me does it mean i have gas right does it mean i'm hot does it mean i'm uncomfortable right. it's really trying to figure all that out and then the stress it puts on you know the couple the parents right um i I really, you know, when I watched this, I was like, I don't know how women do it alone. That's like, something else. Oh. And, you know, and it makes them angry. It's, I mean, you, see, yeah. you see a lot of single mothers at that stage who are angry because they, because they didn't do this by themselves. And, nope. and so um, they were they were uh, participants. They, they were right. uh, they, were, they partnered with someone in this uh, uh, mm-hmm. wittingly or unwittingly. And then at this yeah. stage, they happen to do all of this for two people by themselves. And I don't listen. <laughs> I, I, I I watch you all from a distance, and I go. I'm cheering you on and praying for you. I'm saying I'm <laughs> please, glad it's not. Please me. <laughs> do. <laughs> because because I mean seriously, it's like you know, and I I do my best to be as active as I possibly can. You know, there are certain things obviously that I can't do. Right. Um. You know, the baby's nursing, so I I can't I can't pump and I can't feed him in that regard. Though I will, you know, if we've got stuff in a bottle, I'll you know I'll be up at night feeding him. You know, when she just needs sleep. I'll go and take him and we'll be in the other room and you know like the other night I was up literally till 3 a.m. with him um, where he, <laughs> he did, did not sleep, sleep. <laughs> and, and he's like he's just looking around and I'm like son I love you but please go to sleep <laughs> you know but I, I just gotta say man like shout out to all of the mothers yes. who are really you know doing it and to the dads I think the dads oftentimes are overlooked yeah um, and I think society has a lot to do with it. But when there's a man who steps up and steps up to his responsibility, I, I do think that people should acknowledge that because there is a lot of effort that goes into it. There's a lot that the man goes through and, you know, trying to be a support to the woman who I mean, women, are just they just deal with so much. Right. And I think I have such a different perspective on it right now. Um, you know, my my daughter was not breastfed so she did a lot of formula and things like that that's a completely different experience than a child who is breastfed um and all the things that goes through uh that the the mother goes through physically uh and mentally and emotionally as well like the idea that you know you, you tend to think Okay, babies come out, babies will latch, we feed, it's this beautiful process, but it doesn't always happen that way. Right. You know, um, our son literally took a month before he latched. And mind you, as of right now, he's all of five weeks. So, you know, most of that time was, you know, Yanni really trying to figure out okay, how do we do this? And three lactation consultants and appointments here and appointments there and all types of things, you know. And, and she, you know, in her own mind, wondered, okay, can I even do this? Right. You know, so it's it's a lot. Uh, and, and the thing that I think most new parents don't tell people is during those moments of frustration, it's not one of those things that you can just give back. Right. right. Like it's not like buyer's remorse where you go, ah, yeah. you know, I'm gonna turn this back in. You can't. Right, right. You can't. So, so. it has to change it has to change you on some level. Um Oh yeah. You know, and, and I thought about this. I was telling my wife, I told Lady K, I said, Listen, she says, So what are you guys talking about? I said, well, we never know until we get on right. there. I said, right. I said, but 
I said, but I'm going to turn the tables on Gerard because I want to talk to him about this experience. Because what I yeah. do know is, uh, from counseling couples for years, is some couples never recover um, emotionally and relationally and even sexually from sure. this experience right here because there's so much uh, that's lost in, in, the, in the frazzle of, yeah. of, of just caring for uh, this new human and, and, mm-hmm. and having to learn this new human's language and, and, and you're like right. ships in the night because now you're not, you, in some cases, you're not doing it together, you're doing it sure. in, in, on shifts. Right. And so, so, right. so you, you passing like ships in the night. She's breastfeeding. You, you, um, you're catching up and sleeping. And then before long, some babies don't don't really um settle in or the, the parent, the new parents don't settle into the new baby, um, being a part of the family in a, in a functional way till almost a year. Right. That's right. You know. That's right. It it is it is there. There's so much. You know, I learned a lot during the pregnancy phase, but. Boy, during this phase, there's a lot I'm seeing and a lot that I'm learning. And again, you know, the the, the changes, it does uh, transform a family and a couple. And people don't often think about that. But, you know, if you go from being the, the husband and the wife or the, you know, the two people, and then you have this third person who comes in, you've taken a while to figure out what your groove is. Right. Now the groove is interrupted by somebody who has no control control over when they're hungry, no control over when they need to use the bathroom, right. no control over any of that. And, you know, they don't care that you guys had a date night or they don't care <laughs> that you had a, you know, a certain thing that you bonded over, you know, whether right. it be TV or whatever. That's all out the window. And so the tough part is, you know, for the wife or, or the mother who doesn't always feel the way she used to feel. You know, right, she may yeah. have, her body's gone through changes. She's gone through emotional things. So she's not thinking about, hey, you know, I got this hot man here. Right. Or, no. You know, the man on the other hand, like if we're going to be really practical. Yeah. Like, you know, you. They they talk about how coming into it, for instance, um, you know, the woman obviously cannot engage in intercourse um, for at least six weeks. Right. And for those who don't understand why, watch a childbirth. Right. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> and people oh. miss that. That transformation from wife to mother is literally, I guess, I'm trying to find a better term um, for, for traumatic. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, I, I saw it. I, I walked out of that room thinking two things. Number one, I'm glad I'm a man. Number yes. two is I felt like I was college educated in a, in a single Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, when when uh, when we had my daughter, uh, it was a C-section. And so and it was in Virginia and they had me stand uh, at the head. So I couldn't see what was happening during the birth canal. Right. This time around, uh, it was completely different. They literally had me there with the midwife. So nobody got a better view. Uh, it's me and the midwife. And I'm watching the baby come out head first with this head full of hair. And I'm just like, wow, this is awesome. But I'm also watching what this is doing physically, you know, to my wife. And I'm just kind of like, it's so much happening at the same time. And then they want me to help her push. Right. I'm like, but I'm watching this and why it's a lot. And so after that, you know, a woman, obviously she has a hard time walking and getting her body back together. They're not thinking about 
intercourse and they've got to adjust now to being a mother literally immediately right you and, know? and i think that's where the maturity of, of, a, of a husband comes in because now yeah um seeing this and that's why i think it's good for him to be in there because he understands yes. now the bonding is, is on a whole nother level it, it, you know yes. normally um and i think you know what i think gerard i think that uh, if nowhere else maybe in the church you notice we have no ministry for a couple when they say hey we're pregnant we don't sit them down and say hey um <laughs> let's talk right. to you about what to expect right uh, and, and at least if, if the pastor doesn't want to do it have other couples that have been right. through it kind of talk to them about to what to expect so they won't be blindsided by the actual yeah. normality of transforming from a, a a loving couple um hey we're pregnant to um so we have we're having a baby and this right. is going to be traumatic and a whole or on different levels, you know, yeah. from it's going to be financially ch challenged, it's going to be physically yes. challenged, it's going to be maritally. We have to step our game up in terms of um, roles and responsibilities, and, and our covenant. It's almost like we have to we have to renew our vows at that moment. Like for real, for real. And and something interesting happened um, during the during the pregnancy and and during our first set of appointments for the baby, and even when we had the baby in the hospital. So most probably don't know this not that anybody really cares but uh my wife chose to keep her maiden name yes and she did that for a simple reason she loves the conversation that her maiden name brings yes. so i guess my name isn't as exciting as hers. <laughs> so i can live with well that. you know what's funny is when i first heard her name i said i asked i said is that for real <laughs> right <laughs> Right, most it it is always a conversation starter, and I think there's a degree of wisdom, you know, that you always have this point of conversation. It breaks the ice, that type of thing. What neither of us realized was, in a state like Georgia, um, there are some some things that are super different. So, for instance, um, when she went in to register for the baby, because we have legally two different last names they immediately thought we weren't married oh now in georgia what happens is if you're not married there's a completely different form that you have to fill out when you have a baby to determine whether or not the guy gets parental rights hmm. and this all happens at birth in the hospital so it, it and she she went and filled out all the paperwork to ensure, you know, that all the things would be right. But when they looked at it and they saw that they had that we had different last names, they literally were saying, do you need to fill out this other? We have a completely different. And she's like, no, no, we're married. This is what happens. I filled out the right paperwork, etc. The second thing that was intriguing was when we would go to doctor's appointments, I had this happen multiple times where when I was there with her, they literally thought and one person even said to my wife, oh, well, at least you have help. Wow. Not acknowledging me as the, as husband, the husband or the father. Right. So there's so much societally where people it is so common now where, uh, you know, two people coming in the uh, the woman can be considered by many as a single parent and maybe she just has a friend tagging along wow maybe the guy is there but more often than not they assume that he's not married to her uh so it was a wild moment for me to go hello wait no i'm 
I'm I'm the husband and the father. Hello, right? You know, it, it it was a totally different experience, and I didn't realize that societally that's where we were. Where the assumption it used to be the assumption was husband and wife. Oh, you aren't together, right? Now it's you aren't together. You aren't together. Oh, oh, you're married. You're, yeah, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> that's new. <laughs> it's new. So that, that's a really and it's a really different scenario, which I don't know that I was initially prepared for. So, you know, to to your point, I think it would be a great opportunity for uh, churches and ministries to really have something for expectant parents and then newborn parents because the challenges that you have uh whether you're a married couple or not it impacts the relationship in such a strong way that you know you do really need somebody to kind of help walk you through or else you'll think you know you'll think you're a unicorn that you're the only person who's gone through this and you're the only person who feels this way and it will if you're not careful it'll bring about uh changes and sometimes it could even birth resentment Stay tuned for more of today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. We got something to say. Listen! Did you know that there is power in your words? Cement that with the brand new remixes to the single, It Is So, from Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir. Pick up the remixes to It Is So from Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir, available now at all digital outlets. Let's go! Imagine being filled with a peace so deep that the world around you can't touch it. Pastor Hart Ramsey is on a mission to help believers understand what it means to have a healthy, prayer-based relationship with God. He's doing that through his brand new book titled Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer. Prayer at first was a struggle because, you know, it, it really takes faith to pray. You have to you have to trust that God is like a person. He's a real person and that he's the one that invented the concept of prayer. In this book, you'll learn how to ensure your relationship with God is based on a new and improved covenant, which dangerous prayer habits to avoid and what to do when prayer doesn't yield the answers you want. It's time to trust God enough to make your prayer life truly about him. Yes. Pick up your copy of Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer from Hart Ramsey, available now at Amazon, iTunes, and wherever books are sold. Now let's get back to today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Right, you know, when I was when I was growing up, um, you know, we, we all know the, this uh, adage, it takes a village. But the, yes. but the village didn't begin when the child was was a toddler or the child was growing. This the village began when when the mother was was pregnant, right? And that village right. that village rallied around the family, um, yeah. um, and and w- they were there for relief and for and and for help and for questions and a shoulder to cry on, and uh, mm-hmm. and they were there of uh, supporting uh, in every possible way. The village was there to raise a child. Uh, of course, today we have to be careful who who's in our village because people just Absolutely. you know, um, you may put your child in harm's way. But at the same time, you you know who your people are, and right. and I really believe that that to do this by yourself was not the intent. It was always the in, the intent that 
a family was was not just us four no more or, or my wife and I and this new baby but my wife right. and I the new baby the aunties the uncles um mm-hmm. the play play cousins the cousins yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm siblings by choice that really people who consider themselves themselves friends and yeah. we come in and we do this because um it I, I, it will take its toll uh, it will yes. take its toll and, and um uh, you know we, of course we're watching we're watching um uh, y- your son grow and and he seems to be growing fast. It's like he's he's he is like a weed. He's like growing quickly. But I but but I know it has to have taken a toll on you, um, on your sleep. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh man! It it you know, and it's funny because you you then start thinking. And here's a thought that I had: like it, it's just like this. And I know you you understand this. You know, premarital counseling was so important before a couple gets married because you know marriage doesn't cure problems right right and just like marriage doesn't cure problems the birth of a child doesn't cure problems right so if as a couple you guys had a hard time in terms of you know understanding worth and value communication all that type of stuff before you add a child it will get worse right you know when you have a child because now there's a, a a responsibility to this life who we're imparting every, everything foundationally this child's going to get at this point is going to come from us. Right. So we really, it does require attention. You know, it does require, you know, watching what you say to each other and to the child. And, you know, if those types of things aren't okay before it can be even greater stress because you got things to figure out that you didn't have to figure out before right you know so like for instance if we decided you know hey what's there to eat i don't know let's uh, let's go out you can't go out with a two-week-old right <laughs> you know you, you, you can't do that who's gonna cook well if she cooked all the time well it's gotta fall on me you know, right. um, it's it's all of those kinds of things. And then figuring out how are you how can you be an effective support for uh, someone when you don't necessarily have the answers, you know. Um, so I think one of the things we found is that we had to really be honest about how we were feeling. You know, she had a moment and I hope she won't mind me saying this. She had a moment where she asked me, she said, do you regret this? Well, yeah, that's real. That is very real. It was very real. And and part of the reason we had to have the discussion was, you know, we've created an atmosphere here in our space um, where, you know, we were able to talk, we we're able to rest, we we're able to chill. There's not a whole lot of noise unless we decide to, you know, be noisy and watch TV, be loud or whatever. So the fact that we go from no noise to this baby crying constantly. whenever he gets ready, right. you know, constantly, right. you know. And he doesn't care what time it is. It'll be 3 a.m. You know, he can go for it. And he has amazing lungs, let me tell you. Amazing lungs. So, you know, you really have to ask yourself when you're up in the middle of the night, oh, my God, what did we just do? Yeah. And, you know, because here's here's our running joke. It's real. We have a running joke. Yeah. So she announces the pregnancy and she goes, yeah, you know what? Um, life was this kind of, you know, as it was, and we needed a shake up. And in my head, I'm like, 
boy, we got a shake. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a shake up. <laughs> you know, this is a shake up. But one of the things that, you know, you learn quickly is, OK, you also can't say everything that comes to mind, you know, so I can't be the guy to be like, yeah. So remember that post about the shake up? <laughs> yeah, no. no, that's probably not smart. You know, so you really start leaning on God in terms of, okay, how do I approach this? How do I handle it? And you know that there are certain things that, you know, certain things you obviously want to talk about with your spouse, other things you legit have to take to prayer. Um, And that's not trying to be super spiritual. It, It is saying you have to be able to gauge what your partner can and can't handle in a given moment, you know? And so, uh, like I have seen moments where she was really stressing and I really tried to just encourage her and say, Hey babe, you know what? You're doing a great job as a mom, you know? And I knew they were specific moments where she felt like she wasn't, um, you know, but I, I feel for the mothers who don't have somebody there to tell them that, you know, right at the moment that they need it. Well, let me ask you this so, question. Let me ask you this question because a couple yeah. questions come to mind. So, so if it's, if it's if it's that difficult for a married couple, sure. um, who are expecting, um, what 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 advice would you? Well, I'll start with this. Backing up first, what advice would you give to to a new father or a father who a father to be or to parents to be? What what what? I mean, I know this is on the spot, but what would you look back at? And say from, uh, I wish that uh, when we first got pregnant, we would have considered blank. I mean, I know that's that's probably uh, kind of put you in a position to think quickly. But what's a couple things that you think? Okay, looking back, we should have maybe considered this. We should have considered that. Um, or, or do you think that no amount of preparation could could prepare you for what is reality in in the, uh, the life of a newborn? You know, a, a couple of things to that. One, I do think that communication is super important right right? communication with your spouse your significant other to be able to acknowledge hey you know what we're about to undergo a major life change so let's spend as much time as we can together let's solidify as many things as we can together Um, because I think one of the things I didn't fully anticipate was just how much this baby would change everything. Yeah. You know, Um, so that would be one of my suggestions is do as much together as you can. Um, It would also be to, and I alluded to it before, but really solidify those areas that seem a little shaky. Yeah. In the marriage. Um, in, In your marriage and your relationship, solidify that because here's the thing. When you and and you you taught me this, you know, it's important to prepare for things before you get to them. Yeah. Right. Right. Like if you're in if you're if you are in sports, you don't you don't decide on a play in the Super Bowl that you haven't run in practice. Yeah. You know, Um, and I think it's important that we really decide like, okay, what's what's happening with us right now? What areas do we need to get together? Because one thing you can't prepare for is a lack of sleep. <laughs> yeah, listen. Like it's re- and it's funny because I I tended to operate on like 4 or 5 hours of sleep anyway. Right. But the thing is, they were I had gotten my body into a routine. 
So my body knew, okay, we're going to bed at 11, we're waking up at 4, you know, or whatever, right. and you get into a routine. The problem is when you go to bed at 11 and wake up at 12, yeah, and wake up at 1, and wake up at 2, and wake up at 3, you yeah, know, rough. that that changes everything. And when you are tired, you're not always thinking rationally. Right. Um, when you're tired, you're liable to say your, your fuse gets shorter. Right, right. You know, your patience gets less. And so, you know, that's where you have to really, you know, make sure you're communicating well with your spouse, with, you know, with the co-parent. You have to do that because the thing is, words matter. Yeah. Tone matters. Yes. And if you snap at somebody in the middle of the night, you're going to pay for that. Right. You know, you're going to pay for that. And so I think making sure those areas are, are shored up and really, you know, one thing I really wish um, is that we lived a lot closer to immediate family. Yeah. Um, that's probably one of the biggest challenges. Now, her mom, you know, has come down a few times, which has been great, but she had to go back. You know, and when her mom was here, uh, it was it was a degree of relief, you know, for us in the sense of, you know, she cooked, which I was like, oh, praise the oh. Lord. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't have to worry about food, you yeah, know. Right. Um, you know, and she willingly like did some of the stuff that I would normally do. So she like cleaned up the kitchen and those types of things, which gives us a chance to kind of breathe for a second. Right. You right. know, um, when it's just uh, and the crazy part was when she was here. I still felt the pressure, you know? So when she left, it was really like, okay, boom. So that, that village that you were talking about yeah. becomes super important because, man, it's hard for two people, you know, who are a married couple who kind of have things in lock. It's hard to get it done. So, yeah, I would really suggest those things. Sure up, you know, your relationship beforehand. Uh, try to do as much together as you can and then get as much uh, immediate family or friends to be able to come through and help as often as they can. You, you need it more than you realize. Right. Tell me this, Gerard. How, how important is it to encourage one another and, and remind each other that, listen, we're new at this. Even if yeah. even if there was if if like in your case you had a daughter before, but mm -hmm. even in a situation like this, you guys as a as a couple as as the bonders, you guys are new at this as a couple. Yes. How yes. important is it to encourage one another to, and say, man, listen, we're gonna get this. We're new at this, and 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 uh, it may be hard right now, but but what, but it, there's a there's a there's a goal. There's a, there's light at the end of the tunnel. At a certain yeah. age, we be able to be a family having fun. This is the hard yeah. part. This is the investment. This is the yeah. root. The fruit is coming. How important is yeah. that, you think? That's incredibly important um, because, again, you know, each of you are dealing with things in your own head that you're afraid to acknowledge. Yeah. And you're afraid to acknowledge because it doesn't sound like what you're supposed to feel when you have a new baby. Well, you yeah. know, uh, so when you have a new baby, you know, again, and, and this is the, the wild part. You know, so a lot of people you know, are very, and we had so many people who were so kind to us while, you know, we were pregnant, 
for the shower and gifts and all those types of things are great. Yeah. Um, you know, but when you actually have the baby, yes. you know, we weren't prepared for, oh my God, is our skill set right for this? Right. You know, do I know what this baby's actually gonna want? How do I, you know, how much should I hold him? How much should I put him down? And the crazy part was for me, yeah, I've been a parent before, but you realize quickly, having a boy and having a girl really are two different things. They are things. two different things. You know, it's much more than a body part. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it's it's much more. You know, um, his demeanor, uh, even though him and my daughter are almost identical, his, his demeanor's different. Yeah. You know? Um, and so it's just kind of like, wow. And then going through those feelings like, okay, yeah, I can help figure this out. And then you like, oh, but I can't. Yeah. Now what? You know, so to your point, I think it's super important that you guys encourage each other as much as you can. One of the things that I really tried to do uh, with Yanni before and I still do it now is, you know, I'll, I'll compliment her a lot. And that's just the nature of me. But the other thing is I never want her to wonder how I feel. Right, you yeah. know about her, and so when it came to this, I really tried to encourage her a lot about you know you're doing a great job, you're a great mom, you know because I've watched, and and that's been the cool thing is watching how motherhood instinctively kicked in for her. Right, that's amazing. Right, it's to natural. Watch. Yeah, it's natural. It is. Yeah. It's natural, and realizing too. Um, not to take certain things personally. Right. So the the thing is, I try to be as nice and kind, but at the end of the day, a mom and dad are different. Yes. They bring different skill sets. Mothers are naturally nurturing. Yes. You know, dads are, are protecting and they provide security and they can have fun. But at the end of the day, like the mom is going to be the one to say, come here, baby. Right. What's what's wrong? And, you know, I can be like, OK, son, now what, what's going on here? Like, what's yeah, you know? yeah, right. it's just it's different. So, yeah, I, I really think, you know, you have to encourage each other regularly because you know I, I think about compliments like a bank you know so if you are depositing regularly into the bank then when the withdrawal comes it doesn't feel as bad right. as when a major withdrawal comes and nothing's there then you know you bounce the check yeah, and that's a horrible feeling <laughs> yeah you, you go bankrupt real quick Really quick. <laughs> and, you know, we have to make way for our emotional state to realize that, you know, when you have a child, your emotions are just in different places, you know. So, you know, people may not uh, compliment as much. And 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 let me say this, too. And I think this is important. Um, if you're a couple who is accustomed to um, a lot of, of, of physical intimacy, having a baby can be really challenging be because n naturally the wife or the mother will not be so inclined or feel so inclined for physical intimacy, you know, and, and, and that's not even full, you know, intercourse. That may be hugs and random touches and kisses and things. They may not be up for that because they've spent all day holding their baby. Right. 
and loving their baby and they may not have the extra reserve for you know holding hands or telling you you look good or they may not have that so you know being able to kind of just stock up on you know that type of thing and just go back on what you know right like you guys had the baby together that's gotta mean something right you know um and and giving them time to be able to work back into whatever space they were in terms right. of being able to contribute to you emotionally whatever whatever was normal before yeah that's yeah. amazing man listen yeah and I, I hope i didn't put you on the spot to do this but i thought oh no oh, this is be, great i thought it'd be so so much um it's such in, insightful conversation to have in light of the fact that this is this experience is ongoing for you right now it's not something that you've yes. been through it's something that you're going through so uh thanks for sharing that man and thanks for letting us in behind the veil absolutely and thank you for for even asking and i hope that people really got something from it you know it's i, I know, know you guys <laughs> I, I know you guys are used to hearing pastor hart wax poetic you know so i i hope i didn't disappoint you no you but, did not but i i do think you know for for newborn parents and you know whatever you have to know this changes things so i hope that this is helpful and again it's ongoing you know if you're a parent of a newborn it's okay if you have those feelings like oh my god what did we just do you know that's a real thought um but just keep going just keep going you know one day turns to two days and it turns into a week and it turns into a month and then you start getting into a bit of a groove um and and things will things will come together so hope you guys enjoyed that that was unexpected but fun <laughs> but that's what we do here yes. so uh certainly uh we want to hear your thoughts and your feedback so if you would uh make sure you're hitting us up on social media and you use the hashtag heart to heart that's h-a-r-t the number two h-e-a-r-t or the hashtag on course and uh we'll make sure that uh we check out your comments and certainly if you have any ideas for uh topics that you'd like for us to discuss let us know in that way as well be sure to share this with a friend or follower and uh rate and subscribe to the podcast as well on itunes and google play and join us next time as we get on course with heart ramsey